What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Right Bench Podcast. I'm Charlie. And I'm James. And this is our NBA episode, episode 12. This will be a good one. I'm really excited. Y'all just stick around. We got a really nice new segment I, I came up with. Ooh. And uh, we'll start off with the Roundly Association. A lot of stuff happened this week, including the Detroit Pistons ending their streak. Yeah. Losing streak, streak is over at 28, and the Raptors were that team. They were the the team. Raptors were that team. Losing 129-127. To the 28th straight loss, Detroit Pistons. Um, this was a few days ago. I think this was tied for the most ever by a, a big four um, sport team. Most yeah. ever by an NBA team. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, that's just a crazy streak. And they really don't look that bad on paper. But So I think they'll make a little bounce back. Um, this uh, is actually yeah. it's be really hard funny. To bounce back, but yeah. <laughs> they won't like, make the playoffs, but they'll look better. They won't be yeah. do, doing this again. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing, LeBron and Giannis, are they all, are they the captains now? Uh, they're yeah. not, but they're not. Yeah. They're um, leading the All-Star voting. They're leading they're the All-Star voting right now. They're going to be the captains. They're leading the voting at the moment. I haven't voted for Braun. I don't plan to. I don't like him. I'm voting for Brandon Ingram instead uh, uh, and uh, Victor Wembanyama. So, that's those are my votes. But if you want to know, my, if you want to know Charlie's uh, crazy, great NBA minds, seasoned NBA minds, Thoughts. Vote for Wimby. Uh, you want to say something real quick? Uh, yeah. If we're on the topic of All Star voting, Devin Booker getting snubbed in the top oh, no. ten guards. All I'm saying, <laughs> can we can we all we can all agree that he's the top ten guard in the Western Conference, right? Well, you got like Austin Reeves. Oh, I mean, he's ahead of him. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. Yeah, exactly. And that's the funny <laughs> thing. Austin Reeves is above him. And yeah, yeah, I knew that. And Clay Thompson. Clay and Thompson. Clay Thompson, who's having the worst season of his career, who might be a bottom five guard in the West. No, he's not. He's like, he's picking um, up. He's like, are we serious? I don't know. You, I just think guys be hating on book. I'll be honest. The Suns have been frowned upon this year so far. I think that's part of the reason. Yeah, I think just people don't like us, I'll be honest. I think, yeah. I think that's the main reason. They just don't like us because we're a powerhouse. And the fact that you're un- not p- performing at very well at all is also yeah. not helpful. People like to make fun of us. But, you know, they don't make fun of the, um, you know, the Cavs for being bad this year. I mean, you know. Yeah. You'll hear or about the Lakers later. or the Warriors. They don't get hate. Well, the Lakers were good because they won the in-season tournament, which Michael Jordan never did. Oh, so, yeah. All right. Uh, Magic <laughs> are going to be retiring Shaq's jersey. Just a little cool thing there. Um, interesting to me. Didn't think that would ever happen, but it is. So he'll have his jersey retired by two teams. Um, it's a legacy pick. It's a legacy pick. Yeah. It's uh, a Lakers Nicole legacy Jokic. pick. Sorry, go ahead. It, it was just a, the way he did on the Lakers made him retire, not what he did on the Magic. Yeah. Well... That's fair. Him and Penny Hardaway was fun to watch, though. You go watch their highlights. They're cool. Um, yep. Nikola Jokic hit the game winner to beat the Warriors um, last night in the two-game slate. Also, Giannis dropped 44 in a duel with Wimby. That was um, fun. I watched the end of that game. That was It was fun. a very fun game, I'll be honest. Uh, but the Bucks ended up winning. It would have been cool to see if the Spurs won. Uh, Wimby did play very well. Um, so it was fun to see Giannis and Wimby battle it out. And then the other game, the later game, or the Bucks did win that game. And then the later game of last night was Nikola Jokic facing the um, very bad Warriors right now. He hits a game winner from half court and uh, to just to win it. And then the Nuggets take this one home. Wow. 
I didn't know it was very, from half very court. cool shot. Um, I didn't know it was from half court. I mean, geez. Yeah, it was. I would say it was from like Steph's range, maybe not half court. Okay. But still, still he's very, a big. not Jokic type stuff, right? <laughs> All right, I got a couple, I got one thing, big mm-hmm. thing. OG Ananobi has been traded from the Raptors to the Knicks. Here are the trade um, details. The Knicks acquire OG Ananobi, precious the Chua and Malachi Flynn. The King, not the Kings, the Knicks. Sorry, not sorry. The Raptors. The Raptors. The Raptors pick up Emmanuel quickly, RJ Barrett, and a second round pick. And initially, I looked at this without knowing anything about Precious or Malachi or what the pick would be. I just knew OG for quickly Barrett and picks. I thought this was horrible for the Knicks, or not the Knicks. Yeah, for the Knicks, I thought it was horrible. But then you add when I saw the bit, all the details with Precious and Malachi Flynn, and that was only a second round pick. I think this is a great trade for both sides. I agree. Uh, if I were grading this trade, the Knicks get a B plus, the Raptors get an A. Mm-hmm. Not really that big of a difference. Um, the the Knicks got their guy, OG Ananobi. Is, OG Ananobi has been on the trade market since last summer. Um, so you know he's de- he's definitely been wanting out, and the Raptors have been looking at trades for him, and they finally found one. The best on the market. It's what they wanted. Um, they got. Their uh, hometown, R.J. Barrett, obviously being from Toronto, which is really cool. Emmanuel, quickly, could he be the best guy in this deal or the most valuable guy in this deal? I um, think R.J. Barrett's better. No, I disagree. I disagree with that. Well, uh, look, R.J. Barrett's a, got the potential. Uh, R.J. Barrett's got the potential to be great. He's, he's just been playing four years in the NBA and hasn't shown me anything. It's in my, I think it's a situation. Just mm-hmm. I don't know. I it, we'll see when know. he gets to the Raptors. All I'm saying if is he I've starts watched, going off, I've watched the two Raptors game. He looks like the exact same RJ Barrett. But you know who looks different? Emmanuel quickly. This guy could be an All Star next year if he stays on this Raptors team. Um, and it'll be interesting to see if the Raptors can make a playoff push. And the Knicks obviously got their defensive wing that they definitely needed because um, RJ Barrett wasn't the defense that they needed and wanted. Um, so they got their guy. And the Raptors got their guy. So I think it's a win-win from both sides. Like you said, Precious is very good, especially with Mitchell Robinson. Yeah, I was about to say the same thing. Yep, that's a very, very big add. Maybe he's off the bench. Maybe he starts. Um, Especially in the playoffs, he'll be a big deal. And then Malachi Flynn. uh, I know people think this is just kind of a throw-in, but he's not a bad player. Uh, he He won G League MVP maybe last year, maybe two years ago. Um, but he was expected to be a very good player for this Raptors bench, and uh, he hasn't been bad. He's had a pretty good season, um, not getting a ton of minutes, but in the minutes he does get, he does show um, good potential, and it'll be interesting to see if he gets any minutes on this next team. Yeah. Um, I want to talk about a few teams who have really been on streaks. The Suns have won four of their last five, won four straight, then lost, and mm-hmm. the Pelicans have won four straight. So both of our teams – Really um, moving up the standing. Suns are now in the ninth seed. Pels tied for the fifth. Tied for fifth, yeah. Um, or sitting at the sixth seed. But, yeah, well, you, can, you could say fifth. The, it's if you January. Really want to say that, John, it's January, and we're the same amount of games back. It's January. Okay, fine. <laughs> it's January, and we're have, I mean, the same amount of games back. All right? That's that. Um, at the end oh, of the I mean, year, I'm saying is like if you're not gonna give it to me, you can't. No, I didn't know. Yourself. I didn't know about you. I would have said it for you too. My bad. Okay. I said All it for right. you. Uh, but the Pels are tied for the fifth. Suns tied for eighth. Um, both teams playing really well. The Pacers also won five straight. They're up to the five seed after 
someone down from the in-season tournament. And tomorrow, or tonight, I guess. So this will be over by the time this is posted. Um, the Clippers play the Pelicans tonight. This is actually a big game really, at this point in the Western Conference standings. Uh, Just because, the Cl- listen, the Clippers are the four seed. It's a big one game, game for ahead. Clippers fans and Pelicans fans. The, yeah, for the and yeah, for me and for the Clippers fans, yes. Clippers are one game ahead of the Pelicans in the four seed. And they both have won four straight. So both teams really hot. Both teams look – this is really big for how the standings are going to shake out. And then yeah. the Pelicans turn around and play the Kings, which is also huge. That's who they're tied with. So big run. Pelicans also have, like, the hardest schedule in the rest of January. So Yeah, I was about to say that. I saw a graph, actually, uh, right before we started recording. Um, the Pelican in the Western Conference, the Pelicans have the hardest schedule this month, and the Suns have the easiest. So it'll be interesting to see if the Pelicans fall or if they can stay in their spot with this hard of a schedule. If they stay at five or stay at six, very impressed. Um, look, it'll be look. interesting to see how they close out games in this tough stretch they have because uh, that's been one thing that's worried me for Pelicans fans and this Pelicans team. Um, and if they can stay at this spot with this hard schedule, it'll be very impressive to me. Look, I was watching the game a couple of days ago versus the Timberwolves. And nobody was beating that team. Nobody. Listen, that was – it was a great game. I mean, the Pelicans won by a lot. And look, you, the depth that they have defensively, they can put 10 guys in there, and they know what they're getting. And they know um, – off the bench, they're going to get great defense and offense that's sustainable. And yeah. they're average, giving up under 100 points a game on this four-game win streak. So, they're looking really good. And so if they can stay doing this, they could rise during this. Thing. But if they can stay in the top six, I'm really happy. Yep. So, something to look at. Are you, I'm done. You got anything else? Um, Goran Drogic's retiring. Oh, yeah, Ricky Rubio. I forgot about that. He's retiring, too. Ricky Rubio retires. Had a good career. Um, Had a great career. Uh, He was the guy who played for the Suns. Really liked Goran Drogic. Prototypical point guard. Remind me of Ricky Rubio. Um, uh, Like, they, they had similar builds, similar type of game. Um, Yep. So, Goran Drogic's going to be trying after a 15-year career. Uh, sad to see him go, but he's getting old at this point. I'm sure he'll go do something cool in entrepreneuring or something. Yeah, both Rubio and Drogic had a good career. So. Is it Rubio retired too? Yeah, I just said that, like, literally five seconds ago. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't hear you. My bad. Uh, I, I, did he put something out on Twitter a couple days ago or something? Uh, it was, like, yesterday or two days ago. I saw yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I was about to say. It was on my feed. I saw it somewhere. It's a mental problems uh, some mental health stuff so uh, yeah. i'm glad he's taken it uh, an extended amount of time maybe he'll come out of retirement but an extended amount of time to be able to focus on himself and while we're talking about retirements i know this is baseball we don't have an mlb episode michael brantley retired today so there you go okay, um, okay well the, he's a good player okay he's actually a really good player um okay i'm chill He's not even on my team. He's just a great oh, okay. player. We're talking about MLB. I mean, Wander Franco is um, – Oh, yeah. Okay, we don't need to talk released. about that. We're not talking about that. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah, we don't need to go in depth about that. <laughs> um, let's move on from around the association. This is going to be really fun, I think. We're going top five teams to make a surprise playoff push. So, if All you're, right. like, a top seed and you're supposed to, like, good, do good, like, no. We're talking about teams that really aren't in that top tier, maybe, like, five to ten that may be able to make a second, third-round push. So, um, I didn't move, 
originally had the Thunder here just because of the low expectations in the playoffs. But then I realized I had low expectations in the playoffs. So then I took them off. My number five is the Phoenix Suns. Everybody, people are starting to to see the 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 nine seed. Earlier in the week, and you said I couldn't do the Suns. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I did the Suns. All right. All They're right. the nine seed. They're the nine seed, and people are starting to sleep on them, starting to kind of um, give up. And I'm not. You're not. They have I'm the star power. As long as you can get into the play-in, the star power is there. Booker, Durant, and hopefully Beal is back. They will take over. They've been playoff performers their whole career. They're going to step up because the star power is what matters in the playoffs, I think. They'll get, they'll get a top eight seed. I mean, it's going to happen. It just depends yeah. on where you are. Um, so, yeah, I get that. I didn't put them on here because you said I couldn't. But, uh, yeah, for sure, Suns. I wouldn't say they're a sleeper team. Well, right now um, they are. They're not at the start of the year, but right now they absolutely are. Um, okay, my number five, we've got the Raptors. Obviously, okay. they, sprung, they sprung that trade, which we talked about. Uh, if R.J. Barrett can look like the player that you want him to look like and Emmanuel quickly can turn into the player who I want him to be, um, this team can be scary. Uh, depending on if Siakam gets traded, which will be interesting to see in the uh, coming few weeks, if he doesn't get traded in the next few weeks, he's not getting traded. Um, and it'll be interesting to see if the Raptors can make a playoff push. And I think they can. I think they've got the, some depth. Um, and I think they're going to be a team who's just going to be stuck in this. Do we rebuild? Do we contend? scenario but I think if they get in the play in they could su- surprise some people and definitely take a few games if they get in that seven or eight spot from the one or two seed. Yeah, I've been high on RJ Barrett since college. So I I want to see him succeed. Okay. Um, I, I get that. Four, I'm not a big RJ Barrett guy, but my number four is the Dallas Mavericks. Right now they're kind of, they started off real hot. They're kind of getting mm-hmm. slept on now. They're falling a little bit. But they have the playoff performance. With I know you're not a lot of people are. Look, listen, they started <laughs> off hot. They're slowing down. They're slowing down. They have the playoff performers in Kyrie and Luke. They may not have the best defense out there, but they're going to outscore you. And in the playoffs, whoever scores the most points wins. I think that's what it's going to end up having with this Mavericks team. Luka and Kyrie just going off consistently. I think that's why they have a good chance. Yeah, the only thing I'm scared about the Mavericks for is Derek Lively starting at center. I know Derek Lively's having a great uh, year. But once he gets into the playoffs, it's going to be hard to guard guys like Giannis. It's going to be hard yeah. to guard guys – or not Giannis. Sorry, who's in the West? Guys like Kevin Durant. I mean, they don't have anyone to go guard Kevin Durant in the playoffs. They don't have anyone to go guard Jokic in the playoffs. And that's why they're not on this list because I don't think they can make a run. I think they got a high seed and they get upset um, because I don't think they have the depth and I think they're just a little too young. Um, but I understand why you'd put them there. Um, my number four is the Brooklyn Nets. Um, what I have right here, I have one note. This team is too deep and has too much scoring for you not to be able to go get a all-star caliber player. Um, maybe it's a guy like, maybe it's a guy like Pascal Siakam. Um, I really wanted Dame to go there. I know that sounds dumb, but I really wanted Dame to go there in the offseason. Um, he probably went to the best case scenario, but I don't know. I think this team needs to make a trade and then they can really contend. Um, but I think people are still sleeping on the Brooklyn Nets and don't remember how good Mikael Bridges was at the end of the year last year. Um, so they're my number four. 
actually going to disagree on that just because I think they could make a trade. If they did, they would be good, but they're they're not necessarily in a win-now situation. They're not in that win-now mode. They're looking to rebuild a little bit for a couple of years mm-hmm. with Mikhail and Cam Johnson, the other guy. Because if they blow their assets now and they lose, they're going to be right back where they started, and that's not going to be fun. So I, think, I, I, I think they'll wait a couple of years. They've got nine first-round picks in the next four years. Yeah. So if they all – in two years when they're all developed more, imagine what they can do. Trade I for mean, a top-ten guy. And then now saying, they're in the playoffs. You can't throw in three picks and a couple of young players and go get a star. you still got four picks after that. I mean, all I'm saying is I don't think it's that big of a deal. Picks aren't their issue right now. And I know that they want to get away from that big three era, which is why I'm saying get another, get another underdog. Get Lori Markinen. Get Pascal Siakam. Don't get a big guy like Kevin Durant like you did last time with a big hot shot attitude. Get a guy who's a little more humble, and I think it could really help this team. Because Mikael Bridges is going to step it up towards the end of the year. I know he is because I know that Mikael Bridges is an amazing player, all-star caliber. Um so I know he's going to step it up. It just all depends on who's with him when they get in the playoffs. Yeah, we can agree or disagree. I, if yeah. I were them, I would wait a year or two. Okay. Um, that's just me. Now, my number three is going to be the Cleveland Cavaliers. I have one word. Bro. Talent. They're not a sleeper I have one team. word. Yes, they are. They're, like, okay. terrible right now. I got all They're horrible. They're a six seed. Seven seeds and under. They're, like, that might be the seven seed or worse. Let me look. They're, they're right there. They're the sixth seed right now. Um, maybe fifth. And, and with the injuries they have, t- like exactly they're the seventh. Said, they've got they're talent. the seventh they're seed. Not a sleeper team. Look, they're the seventh seed, and their guys are getting hurt, and they're not playing well. But they have four all-star caliber players on their team, so I think they do have the opportunity if all their guys get healthy, and they all get together and get in the lab, have better chemistry, play better, play better together, and get Donovan Mitchell happy. I think they will have a great chance to make a run. Okay. Um, three. I'm going to go to a team who had one of the worst records in the West and then their best player come back and they look like the team that we have seen in the years past. I'm going with the Memphis Grizzlies. All makes a difference, right? And we all knew this was go- it was going to be a thing, but we didn't realize how big of a difference it was going to be. Um, obviously, it's going to be tough to make a playoff run because they're so far out. They'll make a play-in spot. I know they will. Um, will they make the playoffs? Probably not. They will be in the play-in. Um, one thing that does stink, though, is the Steven Adams injury. You won't have him for the rest of the year, so that's going to be tough. Jaron's going to have to run some more full-time center, which I'm kind of excited for him to do that. Um, and especially in the playoffs, it'll be fun to see him do that. But I don't know. I think people are still sleeping on the Grizzlies. Uh, they were just the two seed last year. Obviously, they got upset. But, I mean, they were the two seed. They were the second best team in the West. Like, they're the exact same team just without Steven Adams. You can't sleep on this team in the playoffs. I would have put them in, but I forgot. To, I didn't even look to the bottom five, honestly. Uh, I looked a little bit, but, like, not really. Dang. But, cause, but I did I thought that's I what we were really, saying. I didn't notice Memphis. I was saying more like play-in teams. I didn't notice Memphis, but I would have put them in for sure. Um, my next team, and don't give me all that just pretty pants stuff about it. They were not good until their last 
Their most recent. You, these last two you teams. You say the Clippers. I'm. I'm no, I won't. I'm, no, I won't. I won't. None of these teams were good until their like recent um, win streaks. But my number two is the Pacers because they were like the seventeen. I mean, they were the seventeen a week ago, bro. Like chill. They just made it to the end season tournament. No, 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 that's you what say, I'm gonna say. You say the Lakers are on there too? No, no, that's not. But I'm saying, like, is that's why I'm saying, like, because people started sleep on them after they had been struggling since the in-season tournament, and if, I think they'll be able just in the in-season tournament to really help them if they when they get into the playoffs. I think that's why they can make a big run. Yeah, they're gonna make a big run. They'll get past the first round. Tyrese is gonna make it happen. I don't think it's really a sleeper thing. Um. But for sure, I mean, Pacers are a good team. They're a top four team in the East, in my opinion. So, you know, I wouldn't classify them as a sleeper team, but they're definitely going to make a run. Um, right, who's your number two? So I get why you put them there. Uh, but two is my is the Rockets, the Houston Rockets. Because they have, the, I said this at the beginning of the year, they have the perfect balance of new and old, right? And maybe I shouldn't say old, but Fred Van Fleet, Jeff Green, um, they've got the old talent and they've got the young talent. Jeff Green's is a guy who just came off of a championship. Fred Van Fleet, uh, I'm pretty sure was on that 2019 championship team. Um, I'll have to go back and look at that. I can't believe I don't know that. I think he was. I think they were. Um, Raptors, yeah, so yeah, yeah. That's the only team he played for, right? Championship winning players on this young Rockets team. They've got a um, a coach who's been the one seed multiple times, obviously with the Celtics, Ime Aduka, or Ooh, I, I don't know how to say his name. No offense. Udoka. Um, Udoka. Um, great coach. Like, he was amazing in Boston. And he's doing what he can. You got Alperin, Al, Alperinson, who is some of their young talent, who looks like Mini Jokic out here. Um, and then you got Jalen Green, who is your high flyer. He reminds me of Shea Gilgis Alexander at times. Is he on that level? No, but he reminds me of him sometimes. And then you've got Jabari Smith Jr., Tari Eason, Cam Whitmore, and Amon Thompson. You're very, very young guys. And they're going to need to step it up in the playoffs, which I think they can, because they've gone through some of this new-aged summer league tournament, all this type of stuff that's a big deal, um, and I think they'll be ready in the playoffs. Yeah, I would say they're too young right now. So I didn't have them, but um, let's we'll see. Uh, I think that's definitely I'm okay with that pick. I would just get I think they're too young for the playoffs at this point. I honestly think they won't make it. Who's this? The Western Conference. Ooh, okay. I, I think they'll be the I think they'll be the eleventh team. I think they will. I disagree. Um, Sorry. The Pelicans is my first one, and don't give me all that because they were the seventh seed a week ago as well. <sighs> eight seed. They're the eight seed a week ago. Listen, they're. And everyone was sleeping on them, and they were the eight seed. I'm we, still went on a winning streak. On you can put them there. We went on a winning streak, and the nobody when we're clicking, nobody can beat us. The death is really what I'm gonna highlight right. here. It's so when the it's, if the Celtics played y'all tomorrow, you're telling me they wouldn't beat you. No, I'm not. If they, if we play to our best ability, we would we would beat anyone. Well, obviously, if the Suns look, look, play yeah, to their best ability, they go yeah. eighty two and up. Like yeah, I mean, that's what I'm saying. I'm saying if they can play. Play well, nobody can beat them. But look, the starting lineup is obviously riddled with all stars. CJ McCollum, Herb Jones, who is an excellent defender, um, and he can also hit the three. And then Brandon Ingram, Zion, and Jonas. Okay, that's great. Great starting five, right? And then you put in somebody who should, I think, be a six man of the year conversation, Trey Murphy the third. 
who is playing yeah. high, he's playing expert level defense, can hit the shot like no other like no other, and he's can get rebounds. He's averaging seventeen off the bench. Yeah, then for sure. You have, yeah. Then you have uh Jose Alvarado and Zeke Naji and Larry right. Nance who could come in and they can set the tone on defense. Zeke you, Naji. No, sorry, not Najee Marshall. Najee Marshall. Yeah, I'm about to say. I think he plays the Nuggets. These guys can set the tone on defense like no other bench mm. in the league. Put Dyson Daniels in Marshall, there. Marshall, old head Najee Marshall, set the tone you, on you defense. You can you can put Dyson Daniels in there too. And you could that's ten men right there. Those four can go out there, their elite defense just spreads throughout the whole team. And so they might not be the best scorers, but their de- defensive impact shows if you watch them. Like, it's incredible. And then Jose, Al- not Jose Alvarado, uh, Jordan Hawkins doesn't even get playing time. So, what, who's your number one? I would, I'd put Jordan Hawkins honestly above in the rotation than Jose Alvarado. Um, no, I, mm. You can disagree with me, but Jordan Hawkins was playing like the rookie of the year at the beginning of the season, and him now not getting any minutes is disrespectful. It's um, a lack of defense. It's a lack of defense. Because the offense is there in the starting five. But Alvarado plays that good on defense, though. It's, I mean, it's, yeah, but he's not like an all-defensive caliber player. I mean, it will make caliber, I could say, but he's not going to make all-defensive teams. Yeah, like, he won't, but in the future. Because um, the offense is there in the starting five, so the defense off the bench is – if you watch them, you'll see. Like it's incredible. I do. I watch them. I, I think they have a perfect mix. And one thing that I've said all year, they can't close out games. They don't have that guy, and that's what's scaring me about this team. If they had a guy like, I mean, I know you can't get a guy like Kevin Durant or a guy like John Morant. I don't trust Zion to be able to take the final shot if he needs to. I don't trust him, and I don't trust Brandon Ingram too because he's always spotty. You know what I mean? Um, I- he I has think ups and downs. Brandon Ingram is working towards it. I think Brandon Ingram by the end of the season will be able to be good enough to be that. The thing close. is, if y'all are up by five with three minutes to go or two minutes to go, y'all have blown multiple of those leads. Y'all blew yeah. a twenty-point lead earlier in the season. I think you blew a twenty-two-point lead too. Um, yeah, we're getting better. It's been better lately. Things that scare me about this team, um, and I think y'all need a little bit more energy. That would be my two things. You can't close out game, and I would like a little bit more energy. That, that's what that's what those four um, guys off the bench bring, though. That's the energy. Okay, that's- yeah, for sure. And when you're at home, yeah, those guys off the bench for sure. But when you're away, that spark like you had like Jackson Hayes was a spark off the bench, especially when you're playing an away game. Um, and guys like I do that, want to say, yeah, Larry Nance Jr. came back, and I watched the, him against the Timberwolves, I think his second game, maybe third. His impact was seen immediately. On the boards, on the defensive side of the ball. So I want to say that too. So you need to go with your number one. So let's my go. number one is the Atlanta Hawks. Do not disrespect this team. This team went to the Eastern Conference Finals two years ago. People keep forgetting that Eastern Conference Finals. They almost beat the Bucks. If they would have gone to the finals that year, Trey Young truly believes they would have won it, and I do too, because I think they would have beat the Suns too. Um. Yeah, so I truly think this Hawks team just needs to find a stride. I think it starts with trading DeJounte Murray. It didn't work out. Um, DeJounte Murray is not a guy who can come into your backcourt and just immediately fix your defense. Like, it's not, he can play all right defense, but it's, it's not a guy like that comes in like Marcus Smart and changes your entire identity in the backcourt. Because um, Trey Young is obviously a guy who's not played defense, good defense in his career. Um, he's a guy who's going to go out there and score. And that's Trey Young's game. 
DeJounte Murray's game is not to just play defense. Um, so, I don't know. I think it starts with trading DeJounte Murray and getting some more depth. Jalen Johnson's playing like an all-star. Uh, they're finding these guys off the bench that they can rely on. And I think it's just going to come down to them finding their stride towards the end of the season. If they get in the play and they're a scary team to play. They almost beat the Heat, who went to the finals last year in the play-in. They were, if you don't remember, with four minutes left, they were up like choked that game away. But, like, they were close in a very good Miami Heat team. They would have made the playoffs and they would have made some noise. Um, but they weren't able to. And I think this year it'll be different. And I think if they get in the playoffs in a top six seed, whoo, you don't want to play Trey Young at home. That's all I'm saying. I would disagree with trading DeJounte Murray just because he's the perfect compliment to Trey. But not, other than that, not. Other I than that, yeah. that, I understand that why you think that because you're looking at 2K ratings. No, I'm not. He I'm plays not. good defense. He, he does play good. De- he plays elite defense, and Trey no, Young plays no, elite scoring. No. That's all I'm saying. He doesn't play elite defense. I'm sorry. If you really go watch, I I do hope next time they're on TV, watch the Atlanta Hawks. And I'll, okay. and if Jonte Murray still plays for him, he doesn't change. Like I said, he doesn't change your identity. He doesn't play elite defense. He plays good defense. He doesn't play defense like Marcus Smart or Derek White, or even guys like I mean, honestly, I mean this sounds messed up, but LeBron he plays good defense. Like there's guys on this team. Herb Jones would be a better compliment to Trey Young than DeJounte Murray. Um, all I'm saying is I would rather a rim running protect the paint big instead of this compliment that you say with Trey Young. Um, I don't think DeJounte Murray is the piece that is good with Trey Young. They need Spurs DeJounte Murray is what they need. Let's move on. Yes, yes. That let's let's move on. Uh, For what? Special segment. Oh. Yeah, baby. You know it. All right. Let's go. Let's run through this. We got how long will these rebuilding teams make – how long until these rebuilding teams make noise in the playoffs? By that, I mean Eastern Conference – or Conference Finals, not – or West. East or West. Conference Finals runs. So, you want me to say years? Years. Say, okay. Years. Counting this year, years. All right. The Oklahoma State Thunder. Mm. I, I, I'll say next year. I would um, agree. Now, why I do think they have a very, very good chance to do it, and they beat the three best teams in the world right now. They beat the Timberwolves, they beat the Celtics, and they beat the Bucks. Um, but I still think they're too young to be able to do it in the playoffs. Like something we saw with the Grizzlies last year. They were the two seed. I think OKC goes into it as the two seed. Uh, I truly believe that. I think they stay right here. I think they go in as the two seed, and they can have an upset in the first round. Um while I do really, really want to see them succeed, I don't think it's this year. I'd give it till next year. I think next year they can make the Western Conference Finals. I absolutely agree, 100%. I picked, that's why I picked them to be my one seed. But, yeah, I don't see them getting past the second round. That's why I didn't pick them to be in my finals, right? Yeah. Um, the Magic is your next team. Who? Next year. I'll say it again, next year. Um, I think the – Magic are going in the right direction. Do I think they need to spring a trade for maybe some older guys? Yeah. Um, and this Eastern Conference is not that good. So I think they can make the Eastern Conference Finals. Um, I think getting rid of a guy like Wendell Carter, he's played very good for you, but I think he just doesn't fit your timeline. That would be where I would start in the offseason. 
Uh, but they'll make the playoffs. It'll be interesting to see if they make noise this year, but I don't think they will. I think next year, though, they have a very good shot. Yeah, they're similar. Um, I see them, maybe not, if not next year, the next. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe on a little lower level than the Thunder, but around the same. Yeah. Next, they got a tough one. The Detroit Pistons. Hmm. Um, I don't know. Pick a number. 20 years? <laughs> I don't know. Never? I, don't, I just don't see them doing it. You know what I mean? I don't see the Kate Cunningham thing. I don't see how they're building around and They go and draft Jay Nivey. Like, oh, I love Jay Nivey. They're not using him right, and they drafted him to go with Kate Cunningham. They're not good compliments to each other. It's a small point guard next to a big point guard. They both don't play particularly good defense. Um, I don't don't see where this Pistons team is going. They've got a bunch of talent, but they don't use the talent right. I don't think it's because of Monty Williams. I think it goes down to the GM uh, in some bad draft selections. I mean, why'd you trade for James Wiseman? Why? What was the point? I don't understand. He's not even playing for you anymore. Like, um, it's just how much did Curry pay you? Yeah, I, I, I just don't understand. Uh, I'll say twenty years, I guess. I don't know. I would say like six twenty forty four. But yeah, forty four. Okay. Detroit yeah. Pistons. Right down, baby. <laughs> All right. Um, two more. We got the Trailblazers. Portland Trailblazers. Um. Okay. This is an interesting one because it, it determines what they do in the all season this year. Um, this Western Conference is going to be tough for the next five years. Uh, so let's say six. Um, it's going to determine, do they get rid of Malcolm Brogdon? Do they get rid of Robert Williams? Obviously, he's injured for the re- year. But do you get rid of these kind of older guys? Do you stick on your timeline? Do you stick with DeAndre Ayton? There's a lot of questions in the Trailblazers' um, front office and facilities. It'll be interesting to see what they do. I'll say six years. I'll say four. But, yeah, on the same different kind of thing. I think they keep – the veteran ship a little bit, and they need to draft well. But Shaden Sharp's going to be the guy. Oh, yeah. Whew, he's uh-huh. so good. Okay, last and not least, San Antonio Spurs. Mm. It just depends. It's all going to depend on how you draft and what you put around Wendy. Because uh, I think he needs more veteran leadership on this team. Um, a guy like Chris Paul – uh, would be perfect. He obviously is not going to go to the Spurs. CP zero. I'm saying a, a Chris Paul esque guy. Um, where ring, point- where CP goes, rings go fly away. Like I don't think you understand. Rings run away. Like oh god. Okay. A point guard is what I'm saying. A prototypical point guard that's a little older would be perfect on this team. I think this Spurs front office knows what it's doing. They're a championship winning franchise. Uh, multiple championship winning franchises. I'm gonna say. In 2027, the Spurs uh, make the Western Conference Finals. I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt. I'm going to say three. Three years. Interesting. Yeah, because Wimby's just that good. There's no three years. That'll be the year that Kevin Durant probably leaves the Suns. That'll be the year that Jokic is up for contract. So That'll be I, the year that Wimby's a 99 overall? Okay. <laughs> now we're going off of 2K stats. Nah, I was IRL 99 <laughs> overall. Okay. Like, he looked like a 96 <laughs> yesterday. On that Dude, run that he went you on. gotta stop talking about Wendy. Yes, on that run, look, you gotta watched, stop. Giannis did a forty-four. I know he did. He did, but I watched like the start of the fourth quarter and I fell asleep. But like when <laughs> I, I took a nap and then Wendy 
just like he went on that run, and that was just impressive. I didn't think he was like I knew he was capable of it, but I didn't think he'd be doing that this early. He was he popped like a few threes, hit a few dunks and ones. Like it was just crazy. But um, yeah, uh, he'll get better every year. Obviously, I think three years is when he hits his stride. But out of all those oh. teams, OKC is going to be the first one to get there. Yeah, yeah. Um, thank you for listening. As yeah. always, go check out NFL. Go check out college football. That's a great. Those are both great episodes. And we'll see you next week. That NFL episode. Trust me. Go watch it. Mm-hmm. See y'all later. See ya. Peace.